Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. But let's get into the swing here, because fall, it's going to be a really sketchy time for President Biden. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to speculate or do all this stuff, but I know it's not going to be good. The summer has not been good for Joe Biden, and the fall is going to be worse. Um, And the culture wars in this country will be raging alongside of the political wars. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So... California's ground zero for the progressive movement. Almost total control out there in Sacramento, in the governor's office. Uh, The Central Valley and the northern part of California are not progressive, but the population centers along the Pacific Ocean, with the possible exception of San Diego, and it's kind of 50-50 there, are all devoted progressive areas. So California, you look to it to see what may be coming to a county near you, okay? Because this progressive movement is still not under control, all right? It has control of the presidency, Biden, and the nation's largest state. That's a lot of power. So There's a story that very few have reported on that I think is very important, and I'm going to lead with that tonight. There is a school district near Los Angeles, the Chino Valley Unified School District. Okay, so in July, it voted four to one, the school district board members, to stop hidden transitions in Chino Public Schools. Okay, what does that mean? It means that the school board directed every school in San Bernardino County 
to report to parents if their children were demanding to use opposite sex pronouns and opposite sex locker rooms or bathrooms. Okay, so if Sally went in and said, I want to be Lenny and I want to go into the men's locker room, then Sally's parents have to be notified. That is in play right now in the Chino Valley School District. Enter California attorney Rob Bonta, a far-left guy, as they all are in Sacramento. So he is suing the school district. And here's what he says, quote, Every student has a right to learn and thrive in a school environment that promotes safety, privacy, and inclusivity, regardless of their gender identity. We're in court challenging Chino Valley's United's forced outing policy for wrongfully and unconstitutionally discriminating against and violating the privacy rights of LGBTQ plus students. Okay. Um, so that's his statement. And he may win, <laughs> which is so hard to believe, but it, it's California. So in California, there is a law that allows young people age 12 and over to access certain services through the school and not tell their parents. Okay. What are those services? Well, sexual assault. Kids have been sexually assaulted. Parents don't have to be informed. Pregnancy. Family planning. Birth control. STDs. That's a health thing, of course. Drug and alcohol abuse. So if the kid's addicted to fentanyl, school doesn't have to tell the parents. Outpatient mental health and counseling. This is insane. So if you have a child and the child's addicted to drugs, school's not going to tell you. So the child might wind up dead in the bedroom and you have no idea kids are using. This is California. So the Chino school district may lose by saying, no, we're going to alert parents if their kid is trying to transition in our public schools. This is insane, but it falls right into the progressive philosophy of indoctrination of children. The goal of the progressive movement, as I wrote in a column on BillOReilly.com last week, is to wipe out all traditions in America, including parenting. They don't want you to raise your child. The child is to be raised by the system, which is, in California, progressive. System raises a kid, not you. So as a result, sane people are taking their kids out of the public schools all over California. Some can't afford it. I, I, I know that. So almost 300,000 public school students have left since 2019. All right? Probably more have left, but that's the number that we have. All right, this is a study from Stanford University. Now, California is the most extreme left state in the union, closely followed by New York State, where I live, and Illinois. And you can see the devastation of all three states by the progressives trying to take over every aspect of your life and your children and grandchildren's 
lives. But there is no public outcry in California against this. In fact, if the election, presidential election were held tomorrow, Joe Biden would win handily in California, no matter who ran against him. Wouldn't matter. So for whatever reason, and I'm sure there are many, the voters in California have rejected all of America's traditions. They don't want them. They want drug addicts run wild in the streets. They want homeless people to encroach on public spaces. They want unbelievable taxation, more than $5 a gallon of gas out there. I mean, this is what they want. Now, if you sat them down and say, well, why do you want all this self-destructive stuff? They couldn't answer you. They couldn't. But they themselves have been indoctrinated. A lot of peer pressure out there. We've said this before. If you are in the entertainment industry and you will go up against the progressives, you will not work. Everybody in Hollywood knows that. A few superstars can rise above it, but not many. So, I mean, it's a sad situation. I've said this many times. California's most beautiful state in the union. I've been to every county in the state. Um, The climate is fantastic. But it's not what the founding fathers wanted this country to be. And that's a memo. Our President Biden is, as I said, a captive of the progressive movement, never go up against them. Once again, today, he did nothing. All right, he gave a medal out. Okay, fine. But his wife, Jill, okay, 72 years old, has COVID. So you're going to see a lot of scary media scare COVID stuff. I'm already getting letters. So COVID is a now the flu. Jill Biden has, according to doctors, mild symptoms, whatever it may be. She can't do her job. She teaches at Northern Virginia Community College. She has to stay home. Uh, She's in Delaware and Biden's in the White House. So we wish the first lady a quick recovery. I mean, why wouldn't we? Um, But the saga of the Bidens continues. Now, there's a new poll out, and this is all bad news for Joe Biden. Across the board, bad news. He's had a terrible summer, as I stated. This is 400,000 people in an online poll, which means they came to civics, to the civics organization. 24% of Americans say the United States is moving in the right direction, 67% in the wrong direction. I mean, that number is staggering. Just 2% of Republicans think the country's heading in the right direction. 17% of independents, a crucial voting bloc, say the country's doing well. 49% of Democrats say the country's doing well. And that's the problem. The Democrats are just not going to ever look at reality, ever. It's not going to happen. It's ideology over reality. Even if your kids get punished, even if you get punished, they're not going out. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. 
For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. So I got a letter said, uh, O'Reilly, uh, we like the no spin news. We like your uh, news operation. We trust it. Anybody else doing what you do, all right, um, independent and covering the news uh, in an honest way. And, I, and there are not many. But one of them is BernardGoldberg.com. And, you know, Goldberg and I have known each other for centuries. I mean, and we would go back to the Mongol Empire. Um, but I, I go to BernardGoldberg.com. And he, Goldberg puts out commentary, as I do. And I read it, and it's usually measured. Sometimes, you know, it's loopy, but most of the time it isn't. And... Um, what caught my eye was that Goldberg, who we usually use on media stuff, is very outraged about this flash mob business. So I wanted to bring him on. He joins us now from North Carolina. Um, did I introduce you properly? You did, and, and thank you for that. But I am outraged. I'm outraged like millions and millions of people out there are outraged. Look, we survived the Great Depression we survived two world wars. We survived 9-11. Thugs who go into stores and take whatever they want, they're not going to bring us down. But, but society as we know it is beginning to unravel. As you know, Bill, great civilizations in history no longer exist. And our society is beginning to fall apart for all the reasons you just mentioned, when you could walk into a store, steal whatever you want, and there have been thieves since the beginning of history, but when you could steal whatever you want, no police to arrest you, no progressive DA who's interested in prosecuting you, no, so there's no jury to convict you, no judge to sentence you, no prison to put you in, no freaking nothing, no consequence at all. That's how societies begin to unravel. And if we don't find the courage, if we don't find the courage or the leaders with courage to put an end to this real soon, this is going to unravel even more. And we won't recognize, as bad as it is now, we won't recognize the America that we live in. 
There's no doubt it's going to get worse before it gets better, but it's the fault of the people when you really strip it out. So last November here in New York, we had a gubernatorial election between an unbelievably weak leader, Kathy Hochul, who's the governor, and Lee Zeldin, a conservative Republican who promised reform and to crack down on crime. Hochul won. Hochul beat Zeldin. Okay, so that indicates that as bad as public disorder is in New York City, and it is bad, okay, the voters in New York, they don't care, Bernie, whether it's unraveling before their eyes or not, because the majority voted for Hochul. You're right. And here's proof that I'm a bad person. They elected these idiots. They have to live with these idiots. Not my problem. But let me say this about the looting issue, because liberals look the other way about looting, about street crime, about the mess on our southern border, which you listed as, I think, the second issue Americans are most interested in. But let's just play pretend for a second. You're not going to see this, by the way, the looting videos on CNN or MSNBC, because, as I say, liberals don't like to talk about this. But let's just pretend that the looting wasn't going on in Chicago, but in South Dakota or North Dakota or Montana or Idaho, and the looters were all wearing big red MAGA hats. Oh, liberals would suddenly be very interested in looting and street crime and people throwing each other on subway tracks in New York City and things like that. They're only interested when it isn't people that they're afraid to point out that are looting. I'm, I'm being vague, but you know what I'm talking about. Well, African Americans, everybody listening, everybody knows that African American young males commit proportionally the majority of crimes in this country. But African American innocent people are far exactly. and away the victims of the crimes. Exactly. So the liberals, you, the liberals want to help minorities, but they really don't want to help minorities. Look, and, and as you have correctly said, I saw you saying this. And I, sh- I nodded my head in agreement. Some, some progressives say, well, they're poor. You know, they're depraved because they're deprived. They're poor. Pe- but most poor people are decent Americans. Most poor people are decent, hardworking Americans. And, and it's, there's no limit to white liberal guilt. There's no limit to that. And that's why they look the other way when people are looting in Chicago or St. Louis or even California. They look the other way because they know who basically, who's doing the looting. Shelby Steele, the black intellectual from California, very bright guy, called it good racial manners. These liberals and progressives are showing their good racial manners. They're saying, no, no, we're the good ones. We're not racist like, you know, O'Reilly and Goldberg, you know, we're the good ones. And, and what's going on is precisely what you said. People are being victimized in poor neighborhoods. Poor people don't like this. I would even say most Democrats, most mainstream Democrats don't like what's going on. But until they join people like you and me and the people watching us and say, we've had enough of this, we can't watch America continue to unravel because there's going to come a time 
when it unravels and it's too late to do anything yeah, about it. Yeah, it's too late to bring, it, to bring uh, it back together again. But I'll submit to you that in Chicago, the worst for minority victims, because most of the crime in Chicago is centered in the black ghetto neighborhoods south of the city. They elected an even more liberal mayor than Lori Lightfoot. So well, even though on, they're being, on, they're being, on, go ahead. If you look at the voting, who voted for who in that? Yes, black people voted for the, for the black uh, mayor, Brandon Johnson, over a, a white candidate who was tougher on, said he was tougher on crime. But it's, it's the higher end, higher income progressives in Chicago and in New York who, who elected uh, Bragg. Adams uh, and, and Bragg. No, no, Bragg, Bragg. It's it's these it, it's these high end liberal I'll call them elites who think they're doing black people a favor. Yeah, I don't know how they can think that when you for, you got little kids black progressives. No, you got little kids being black community. You got little kids being done. You got a sixty year old black woman on a subway track being beaten with her own cane. So right, right. Look, these people who you're talking about, these elite. Upper West Side Manhattan people. They're despicable people, by the way. They are. And I mean, they're not good intentioned. They're, they're haters. They hate me. They hate you. They hate Trump. They hate anybody in, in the conservative Republican side. But they know what's happening. They don't care, Bernie. They don't care. So they can cloak it under a nobility or virtue seeking. But everybody knows that a 60 year old woman being beaten almost to death on a subway track. And the cops let the guy go. Did you know that? Cops let the guy go. They had him and they let him go. No, I, di I didn't know that. Yeah, and he had a rap sheet, a violent rap sheet, and he let him go. Now, because the New York Post, which is the only vehicle in New York that covers local news responsibly, um, because they put it on a front page, now the internal affairs looking at the cops. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to come down on the cops here. The cops know if they make an arrest that of a minority, they got to defend that arrest all day long and they could get in trouble. So looking the other way is an option. But let's get back to the big picture, disorder. When the voting block African-Americans continue to vote for the progressive people, whether they're black or white, it doesn't matter. They continue to cast that ballot. They're voting against their own interest. And yes. that is the truth. Last word. It, it is the truth. But not but, and they also have the support of those high-end white people, high-end economic white people on the lakefront of Chicago and the Upper West Side of Manhattan, who are again showing what Shelby Steele calls their good racial manners. Yeah. You say they're horrible people. They're not looking out for black people. You know what they're doing? They're looking out for themselves. That's right. They're saying, they're saying, look at me, look how good I am. Look how good I, voted, I am. I and then you, for the, for the, the Chicago Tribune, the New York Times, the Washington Post, all three of those cities are public disorder unlimited. Yet all three of those papers, okay, applaud the progressive movement. And they're not what they used to be. And people don't really listen to them anymore. Right. But it's just, it's disgraceful. And 
I don't know. I mean, all we can do is present the truth, which we do. But if the poor minority community in America doesn't wake up, this is going to continue and nobody's going to stop it. And that's the truth. BernardGoldberg.com. I recommend it. Go in there, cruise around, you know, make fun of Bernie. He's got a little place where you can make fun of him. That's my favorite part of your website, making fun of you. Um, and we appreciate you coming on. We'll talk soon, okay? Thanks a lot, Bill. Who was there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code PODCAST. That's ARKSeedKits.com, promo code PODCAST. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Okay, credit card and default loans, 10-year high in America as people don't have any money because they're paying double for food and, and fuel or through the roof. So 4% of credit card delinquencies are on the books now. 4%, that's the highest number, as I said, in 10 years. 70 million credit card accounts uh, are in trouble and the debt has passed one trillion for the first time ever. So, you know, if you have to declare bankruptcy, if you default on your debt, it's on your credit rating, you'll never be able to borrow money again. So it's serious. All right, with all that uh, bad news, you would think that the Republicans would be ahead 70 to 30 in the polls. That's not true. You just saw that Trump and Biden are tied. So joining us now from Washington, D.C., is Republican pollster Dustin Olson. He uh, works for the American Pulse Research and Polling Center. Okay, so let's run down uh, where the Republican um, challengers are now. Did anybody break out of the first debate, in your opinion? Yeah, well, I would say that uh, looking at all the recent polls, including our polls and other people's polls, 
that there's been a trend over the last few months that Donald Trump is solidifying his position. So a lot of people, I think, correctly have called that the undercard debate, but have people pulled out? I would say that Nikki Haley uh, did some good for her. You see that she's bumped up in New Hampshire. She's now close to tied with DeSantis, uh, as well as uh, Vivek Ramaswamy seems to have a lot of the energy behind him. And as I've been looking at the race recently, we're not – uh, backing anybody. Currently, we have people in our polling firm actually who are tied to people on both sides of the aisle in this race. However, what we are what we're seeing is that uh, you really the the race is solidly behind Trump at like 58, 59, 60%. And ultimately, this is about who's the second choice in case of emergency break glass. Who is it going to be if, if uh, Trump were not to be on the field? And honestly, on the other side, too, in the Democrat Party, you know, the same thing. Uh, right now, the, the president has 90 percent uh, of the support in that primary, but uh, people are also looking for someone as an alternative there. But it's a different situation because Trump is going to run no matter what. And all this BS yeah. about he's not going to be allowed to run because of the insurrection. That's just BS. It's just garbage. Constitution is clear. Trump can run. Um, but on the Democratic side, I don't believe Biden is going to run. Um, his numbers are so terrible. He's declining mentally, as everybody knows. And then in the next two months, the Republicans are just going to hammer him about the grifting and the money to his family. And it's just not it's going to be untenable. Um, yep. And on the Republican side, when you say, OK, say Trump gets run over by a bus tomorrow, then the race changes, obviously, because Trump's out of it. He's not alive. But as long as he is alive, I don't see, based upon the first debate, and the second one's coming up in four weeks or three and a half weeks, I don't see any of those people on the stage coming close to him. Do you? No, I don't. And it's it's interesting. We've been, you, you know a lot more about the media than I do, but in a normal situation, if someone had 59% of the vote, we would treat that as a non-race. We would look at that as uh, this is there's really nothing to see here. Yet, for some reason, we're propping this up like it's actually a, a, an actual real well, race. And I do. That's a media thing. Right. I mean, that's a Fox News thing. And they're just propping it up. Um, now, the Republican contenders are caught because the MAGA movement is so much a part of the Republican primary system. If you go to attack Trump like Christie, all right, the MAGA immediately hates you and you'll never get their votes. So the others, they, they can't attack the front runner or they just have no chance. Is that how you see it? Absolutely. So actually, if you look at Ron DeSantis, who's the, the second choice, he's the number one second choice for people. The number one second choice for people who are supporting Ron DeSantis is Donald Trump. So if Ron DeSantis goes hard at Donald Trump, all he's doing is undercutting himself. Uh, same thing with Vivek Ramaswamy, right. though, as we've seen, he's very much, he under, I think it seems like he understands that he's only he going to be the nominee. And he's going to be on this program on the No Spin News um, in mid-September. Which is I'll, smart. It is smart because I got lots of questions for Ramaswamy. And, he's, you know, here's why it's smart. He said he's not going to duck anybody. If there's anybody that he should duck, it's probably me. Because I know yes. a lot about history and, and, and foreign affairs, and that's where he's weakest. But he has, he's a man of his word. Number one, which is important to me, 
And number two, we will have a fair and lively debate when he comes on. I'll give the information at the end of the week on how we're going to handle that. Final question for you. Yep. The Democrats know they're in trouble. I mean, all the polls say that. Uh, they, they know they're in trouble, even though they're going to support whoever the Democratic nominee is. It doesn't really matter to them who it is. But they know they're in trouble with Biden because independents, um, they know Biden is, is a failed president. Short of uh, Michelle Obama, who's a game changer, but we still don't have any indication she's going to run. Is there anyone that you see that's got a pulse on the Democratic side who could step in if Biden doesn't run? That's a great question. We recently did a survey in New Hampshire and we asked, we probed with questions with Democrats, you know, what are they wanting? And the truth is most people in New Hampshire across party lines don't want Biden to run again. And one out of four Democrats actually admit that they don't want him to run again. When we gave them a chance to say who they would like, Gavin Newsom showed up as well as Bernie Sanders, which I think some other polls have shown that as well. So those are the names that are bubbling up to the top. And it's it's hard to imagine that um, California would get exported to the rest of the country. However, that is what uh, Democrats are thinking about. Anyway. OK, well, he'd have a lot of money. Newsom would have a lot of money. Um, but I agree with you. California is so far out there. I can't see it happening. Hey, Dustin, really appreciate it. I hope you'll check back in with us from time to time. Uh, as the uh, race unfolds. I, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Let's go to the economy. U.S. home purchase applications fall to the lowest in 30 years. This is, see, it, what's going to happen next year is Biden is Bidenomics. I mean, it's going to come back to bite him if he's still there, which I don't know when he's going to quit, but I still believe he will. So the Mortgage Bankers Association says that to, this week, there have been fewer mortgage applications at any time in 30 years. Now, that's what that does is if you don't buy a home, if, if uh, banks can't lend the money and the construction people can't come in and, and rehab the house, and it just it spirals down into the entire economy, particularly the banks. If you hold bank stocks, you've seen them go down the last two weeks. Now, why is this happening? Because the interest rates are so high. And why are the interest rates so high? Because the Fed had to raise them to bring inflation that Joe Biden caused himself down. I mean, it's Biden's behind the border madness and the economic madness. And there he is, 40% of the public still vote for him. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, San Francisco tops the United States in plunging home values. Any surprise? And it's going to get worse. So all of the people in San Francisco bought these ultra expensive townhouses down in the certain districts. Um, they're losing money like crazy. And the uh, home values are, are just toppling. So um, uh, they're number one. 12% of all homes sold in San Francisco during the last three months um, were less than the purchaser paid. So people are losing money if they have to sell. Detroit is next, Chicago, New York, Cleveland. They're all coming down big time. San Francisco, you know why. There's public disorder throughout the city. It's almost unlivable there now. Thank you, progressive movement. Thank you very much. Smart life. Okay, so... 
I'm getting more conservative in my investments. I have some mutual funds and individual stocks. Um, I'm not selling now, but I am not buying now. So I got to put my money someplace, right? You're probably the same way. You want a, a safe place to put your money. So we do some research for you. There is a money market savings account that pays five and a quarter. It's the highest rate we could find, right? It's out of MidFirst Bank, all right? Now, MidFirst Bank is FDIC insured, okay, up to 250000 and you can get into it. It's, you know, uh, you don't want to walk there because I don't even know where it is, but there is an online bank, VIO, V-I-O, VIO Bank, okay, that MidFirst Bank owns. And you get the five, the five and a quarter. Now, I am not recommending this because I don't know the health of MidFirst Bank or VO Bank. You need to check it out. And that's easy to do. VOBank.com slash CD. VOBank, one word, V-I-O, bank.com slash CD. You check it out. You feel comfortable? Okay, you don't, I can't recommend stuff. I can tell you that I'm being very, very careful with my money at this juncture. Anyway, Smart Life, if you do check it out and you send me bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com, name in town, tell me what you think. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Smart life. Fascinating story. So if you are a concierge member to BillOReilly.com, you are anonymous for everybody except me. Okay? So nobody knows what you write to me, and you can write to me directly. So we have a woman in Florida who has cancer. All right. She's in bad shape. And she submitted a claim um, for about a thousand dollars to an outfit called Champ VA. It's military insurance that she holds. Right. She has breast cancer. And Champ VA won't pay the claim. And the woman says, I have the policy. I qualify for it. They won't pay. Okay. That's what concierge members do. So she asked me for help. So we check out Champ VA, all right, and they have a very poor rating um, from customers. 1.6 out of 5. That's big red flag right there. Problems at Champ VA. They are based in Denver, Colorado. They are associated with the Veterans Administration. It's an insurance outfit. Okay. But the complaints are 
incompetence, rude staff, whatever. The woman, we asked her, send me the names of who you're dealing with at Champ VA. Okay? So she sends them to me, but she only has first names. Doesn't have last names. Makes my job almost impossible. I don't know who's turning her down. I don't know who's being rude to her. I don't know who Tammy is or Lenny. I don't know. You have to get the full names of people you're speaking to about any kind of financial irregularity. You have to. She didn't. So we go right to the top. Champ VA, Denver, Colorado. We can't get anybody on the phone. Nobody. We're going to continue to try to get the woman what she is entitled to. But if I had names, then I could go in harder. But I don't. Because most people don't understand how to deal with people on the telephone. First thing you do is ask for the person's name. If that person refuses to give you their last name, you don't do business with them. You don't do business with them. Now here, it's a, it's a little bit more difficult because the people running Champ VA, again in Denver, and the woman lives in Florida, okay? We can't get them, all right? We, we can't even get the name of the person. They have a post office box, 469063 Denver, Colorado. Now this, this is just off the chart awful. But the poor woman, the concierge member, didn't know that when she signed on with them. She didn't look at the customer reviews. So the reason I'm telling you all this is two reasons. Number one, if you are going to buy anything, you've got to know who you're dealing with. You've got to have names. You've got to have contracts. All of that. And number two, if you are a concierge member, and you should be, and you run into trouble, okay, I can help you most of the time, but not unless I have all the information. Okay? Now, we're not going to give up on this. We're going to try to get the woman the money. Perhaps this exposition now will spur this. If I have to, I'll go to the head of the VA. And so what the deuce is happening. If she lived in Colorado, this woman, and remember, she lives in Florida, she could file a claim against this Champ VA, a lawsuit, small claims quarter or with the state of Colorado. But because she's in Florida, she could still do it, but very complicated. Okay. I feel terrible because, I, I mean, a woman is in bad shape and she needs help. All right. Um, there is an organization called the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Free speech organization. Did a study of 248 colleges to find out which universities and schools are the worst for free speech. Guess who's number one? My alma mater, Harvard. Number one. Got a zero score on a 100-point scale because they're persecuting at uh, Harvard. Nine professors and researchers 
uh, punishing them for what they've said or written. Okay? And if you're a student at Harvard and you say anything that somebody doesn't like, you're in trouble. Here are the others. University of Pennsylvania, University of South Carolina, very surprised at the University of South Carolina. Wow. Georgetown, not surprised there. That's Woke Central. Fordham University, where my daughter went, very surprised. Both Georgetown and Fordham are Jesuit-run schools, and the Jesuits got to wise up. Skidmore College, very liberal, upstate New York. Northwestern in Chicago. Duquesne, another Catholic school. Dartmouth, surprised. Dartmouth. University of Texas, Austin, not surprised. Here are the best schools. Michigan Tech, Auburn, University of New Hampshire, Oregon State, Florida State, University of Virginia, Texas A&M, George Mason, University of North Carolina, Greensboro, University of Colorado, Boulder. Wow. Boulder, really liberal, but they're on the best for free speech list. So I hope that helps if you're looking for colleges. All right, here's the final thought of the day. So I'm out to dinner last night with a couple of friends. One of them is a Democrat, not a loon. Okay, not a loon at all. And we're discussing um, the Democratic Party. And he, I said, are you going to leave it? Oh, no, I'm going to stay. I said, all right. But you know that the Democratic Party is not what it used to be. It's run by progressives. The money to generate political activity all comes from Soros, from Hollywood, all of that. And the progressives control Joe Biden. They control the agenda. If you're a moderate, you don't have any say at all. You must know that. Didn't push back. Didn't. Because he's smart and he knows. However, loyalty to party, Trump's pardon upon. And I think that if Biden ran against Trump, this guy would vote for Biden. He knows, but he's loyal. I don't hold it against him. It's America. I respect the sincerely held votes. A lot of people are loyal to their party, whether Republican or Democrat, they're loyal. But to me, I'm a registered independent. I want a problem solver. I want honest people in there. And as I said yesterday, it's going to be a rough autumn for Joe Biden. And you stay here and tell your friends, BillOReilly.com. It's easy. It's far and away the best news analysis program in this country, and you know it. Okay. So thank you for watching and listening tonight. We'll see you on Monday.